Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Three, two, one, go! That was a good Did goal. you feel better about that one? That was yeah, a lovely go. about that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Well, we're all happy. We all learned to count today. Ah, fantastic. Well, we didn't even learn to count. We just remembered to hit a mark, which is equally yeah. important. Don't hit marks. We're slapping Richards and we're hitting marks. We've got to <laughs> fucking calm down, Why boys. Why is it so sexist? Why can't we hit, why can't we hit women? Yeah, what? why not? Let's bring some uh, equality to true. this. true. Who do you want to slap? Marlene. Marlene? You want to hit Marlene? If you're listening, Marlene, we're coming for you. <laughs> wow. Oh my God, what's this weird backstory that we don't know about? This yeah, well, invent this new fiction for us, Michael. Yeah, tell us why about we, Marlene. What did Marlene why are we do to you, Marlene? <laughs> Marlene killed... Fuck, what shit? What was the music guy called? Kevin. 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 Yeah. Oh, clearly oh, you cared a lot God, about God, I've Kevin. already forgotten his name. It's only been a few months and he's oh. erased from my mind. But yeah, she... Uh... Link's not even dry on his death certificate. <laughs> you can't even remember his name. God, I'm sorry. I think it was a shopping incident where she was... She had a trolley full of watermelons, obviously quite heavy. And poor Kevin got in the way and just... Marlene's melons. Marlene? <laughs> Yeah, God, death by Marlene's Maryland's. And yeah, he yeah. was just sadly crushed, and that's why he's no longer with us. Oh. That was it. I thought it was Boppis Johnson, was it not? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, was it not? Michael, we've got to keep our fiction straight oh, here, okay? I, it's so, You're making a mockery I just stayed quiet because I didn't for. know what to say. I, <laughs> it's, uh, you can't just throw Marlene under the bus like this. You've got to have a good reason. You know, it was Kevin who was under the cart. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the reason, is that Kevin was thrown under the... Under the bus. We ne- I need. Okay, one day we'll write down. We'll just re-listen to every pod yet. Create a timeline. We'll release that, and then we'll finally just have an answer to all of these weird questions we've raised. Yeah. Who's gonna do that? Not, Who's gonna? Um. Uh, I we, don't. I don't want to do that. One of these. One of the 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 keen the keen fans on the pod squad maybe. Ooh. Yeah. But we can't actually. I mean, I was sort of trying to segue, but we've not done the intro yet. So no, we're not even. We've <laughs> that's not even done I've really that. ruined that. Actually, that's really embarrassing. Well, I. So. Oh, but actually, oh. Kevin would have allowed us to do the intro, but he was killed by Marlene. So yeah. There's a relevance there. Mm. Yeah. There we go. Well, should we should we just manually run the intro while I feel feel embarrassed? <laughs> Yeah, you take this 20 seconds to low, yeah, just, just bathe in the feelings. Think about what Go I've on. done. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Poddy. It's the official. Bam. I'm not going to do it this time. <gasps> Whoa. I'm not going to do it this time. I was so offended by our, the war on Marlene's that actually I've decided to non-aggressively blow into the microphone oh, between each word oh, i don't okay. like that tickly well this is what you guys did so do you think there's any real marlene's listening it's not a very common name i've never met a marlene yeah me neither there's got to be one out there somewhere yeah <laughs> at least i one. reckon that marlene will own a b&b in new hampshire and she will make really good home-cooked meals i was thinking that i think marlene would do a really good like you know fried fried breakfast kind of yeah, thing. Full English. she lives on a farm she's got her own chickens got her own chickens of course yeah. Right, are you ready? 
Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pod. It's the official Vidiot podcast. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three us, where everybody brings a thing along to talk about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. That one sounded kind of synchronized. Yeah, I thought so. Wow. Yeah, I, it was a total mess on my end, I'll be honest. But I guess in the edit, well, you guys at home will be able to figure out how, how good we're getting at that. Yeah. yeah. It's Peter's turn to edit this week. It is. Uh, I, I... <laughs> Peter, did we do it well? Uh, let, let's, let's ask future Peter. Yes. Oh, Okay. Wow. Thanks for no that, need Peter. to be racist. Jesus. Oh my God. Sorry. 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 Painted you into a corner. There, didn't <laughs> I? <laughs> I might just say something about marathons, or you know, just oh, I really hate sprints. Ooh. Yeah. Don't don't discriminate against yeah. the different race types. Exactly. Got him. Welcome along to the podcast, everybody. How are we doing this week? Good. Very good. Excellent. Really good. So glad to hear that. How about you? Felt like the world's longest pause there <laughs> between the question and the answers. It's a hard question. Time to contemplate how we were feeling. Well, do we do the British thing of just, you know, not really say how we're feeling? Just go, yeah, fine. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, how, Peter, how are you doing? I'm fine. My house is on fire. I'm fine. Excellent. So glad to hear that. Uh, Michael. Yeah. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. I'm incredibly stressed and it seems to never end, but it's fine. It's fine. Brilliant. How are you, Ben? No, it's okay. I d- I, from the from the pause there, I could tell no one was interested. <laughs> Fair, so I asked keep it to myself. I did you ask did. earlier. You did. I felt like I talked over you and then it was too late. I couldn't then a sentence later go, oh, I'm fine. That's okay. <laughs> We all did this. Hey, this is a great podcast, isn't it? Yeah. What a fluid. It's so good. These first five minutes are always stellar. There's absolutely nothing that's been lost since we uh, <laughs> since we stopped doing it in the same room. Some might say it's been improved by the fact that we the the pauses hang in the air like wet sheets. Yeah. And they yeah. can't be removed. <laughs> wet sheets, just uncomfortable but, and ugh. icky. But people who like to support us, they're called the Pod Squad. They're an amazing group of individuals, boys, girls, and or others, who uh, who financially support us show to show. You don't have to, obviously. This show is free. You can listen to it. All that we ask is that uh, is that you listen when we shout out the fine men, women, and or others from the pod squad who get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. Did you guys know that? Did Deservedly know that? so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What stellar bunch. Where can people go if they want to join pod squad? fucking hell boys are we okay i was convinced he was going to start talking at any moment so i didn't i didn't say anything likewise they can go to um streamlabs.com.com forward slash vidiots official forward slash tip also it's in yeah. the description and we do tweet it out as well and we post about it these fine amazing people are the members of Pod Squad for episode? Is this forty fifth, Hang on, hang on. It's episode forty six. It's episode forty six. The episode forty six Pod Squad are as follows: Big Titty Jesus forty two, Big Titty Jesus forty two, nice. Lesbi Quinn, Phoebe B Peabody BB, The Firewall, <laughs> well done. Oscar nominee Ryan Johnson, Twonky Wonky, Peter Austin is my daddy. 
Someone called Ben oh who God. still likes men. Dave Benson Phillips booty. Big titty supportive goth girlfriend. <laughs> and the comment is ooh ooh. Good Stegosaurus. Alpha 7. Flatter 74. That cat aids guy. Jack Coyle will dropkick oh, yeah. Ben. Okay. Ooh, wow. Human head in Ben's Hoover. Okay. <laughs> ben Potter's barrel roll. Stop. Do you want to be YouTube friends? Pup Pup Dougal. Oh. I have yeeted your sister. Lord Brotovich. <laughs> Gooberplex from Portland, M.E. Prince Beefcakes. Kitty Hawk. Gooey Bug Spittoon. Stephen oh. Scodes. I'll be the racist dragon. <laughs> oh. oh, I remember Fucky that. Fucky Wucky Fulton. Freddie Weber sat on a poop. Stukalicious. Listen to emotion by CRJ. I agree with that one. Yeah, Stammer. Yeah, why not? Kitchen sluts. Arse face. Mr. and Mrs. McConey. Chainus Romanus. Pick, pick, pick pickles. Smell my cheese, you mother. L. Baker 97. Funky Cobra. Ben- Bendigo's Bodolai. I hope I pronounced that right. I definitely didn't. Doc Dickington, Mel Gibbon, <laughs> Dino DeVito, and Billy Linear Walrus. Holy shit. We don't even need to do a podcast at this point. We can just read out names and I'll be endlessly entertained. It's just, it kills <laughs> Michael. Well, that's kind of, that's really overshadowed my thing now. Aww. Because, spoilers, we'll get to it. Uh, I've brought a list of weird person's names but like i think that oh, that no. was the list there yeah that was that was it really even just like some of the more seemingly innocuous ones i mean mel gibbon that's just a funny name <laughs> that's, that's really a very good, good one that's yeah a really good one did you like phoebe b peabody pb that was yeah. very well done ben I very good I, I just fucked it up then so that was ah. my that was my comeuppance thank you pod squad <laughs> thank you for for not only keeping us afloat financially but for just being entertaining at the start of every podcast yeah, it's bloody wonderful yeah. You're doing brilliantly. Right. We have five questions. We do. Right? We have yeah. three things. Peter, yes. mm-hmm. you're wearing the poop poop captain's hat. Poop poop. I am. Poop, poop. What are we doing? Uh, well, question one of five is uh, two people kind of asked the same question. So I've brought them along, uh, both of them. Zach D at ZDell27 uh, asked... Hardest thing you discovered about living away from home for the first time? Question mark. Oh God. Fragment consider revising. And then Johanna, who we know from from back in the Bristol days, uh, at Tiny Dedeel, D E D I E L, says the worst adulting responsibility? Question mark. Which is oh, you know a similar question. Um, this is good. <laughs> incidentally, Kit Happens replied to Johanna and said, I think we all know this is just having to get out of bed. Got him. That's a pretty yeah, pretty bad uh, that life. So, when you moved out for the first time... I mean, Mikey, you went... That was when we went to Bristol, wasn't it? Wasn't that your first time? Well, that was my first proper Maybe time. In, in my second year of uni, I moved into one of my friends on my course. His dad owned a house... Right. where his son was living. So I moved in with him for a bit. And the yeah. biggest shock there, because I was like, oh, pay X amount in rent a week. I was like, yeah, fucking great. That's cheap as hell. It was in the middle of nowhere and it was a terrible house, but it was cheap. But then like <laughs> first, after the first month of living there, he, uh, Leo came to me and said, oh, can you, can you, we need to pay the bills. And it, for some reason that really surprised me. <laughs> what? Bills? What the fuck is what? this? What? I've got to pay for the water. Jesus. But there's everywhere. 
Oh God! Yeah, yeah it just comes out the tap, doesn't it? It's yeah. just in the tap. What's the problem? Just say, well, got, I'm doing the work here. I'm turning the tap. Jeez. Yeah, they should pay you. I just in my head, I had it had it out there. I was like, oh, I'm paying X amount a week, and that's it. And like maybe that's because we didn't have a contract or anything or anything legally binding. But right, so that suddenly sent my very pitiful student loan allowance down the drain, and wow. I couldn't really have fun for a while good times i mean i guess the questions are slightly different in that because i've got an answer that applies to zach's but not johanna's because it's yeah like one of the hardest things about living away from home it's not an adulting responsibility yeah it was uh the time that uh i gave myself food poisoning <laughs> uh fortunately it was i was living with amy at the time it was i wasn't living alone but at the same time i did kind of think God, I wish I just lived at home with my mummy right now because she could just, you know... Bring me chicken just... soup. Exactly. Like, make. I, I was like... I was just shitting my innards out mm, yep. and also being sick at the same time. Oh, and because God. I was shitting in the toilet and therefore wasn't really able to also be sick in the toilet, I sort of leant over the sink and was sick in the sink while I was good. shitting in the toilet. Good, it was just... good. That's a solid image there. Oh, it was not solid at all. That was the problem. <laughs> um, wow. I'd love to see you try and vomit through your legs into the toilet while shitting. That'd be, well, that'd I be respectable. Well, I thought about it, but then I just... It was... That's an advanced move. You can't just, you can't just do that. You yeah, you could do that maybe when you're feeling your best, but by definition, I was, you know, I was not feeling my best. That was the problem. No. So, um, that was that was one of the hardest things about living away from home for the first time was was like just having to just take care of myself. Uh, and as I say, Amy looked after me too. But yeah, I just remember thinking, oh God, this is life now, isn't it? Just <laughs> sometimes Sh- I'm going to get sick shitting and, and vomiting, and oh, yeah, it's awful. I'm just going to have to deal with it. A beautiful metaphor. Mm. What about you, Ben? Uh, I would say so. There were two questions, weren't there? Yeah, I, I realised only after asking them that they asked, like, Johannes is specifically adulting responsibilities, whereas Zach's is just what was a difficult thing about moving away from home. I've got an adulting thing for when Bon, bon <laughs> Ben does his... <laughs> Jesus Christ, sorry. Bon, 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 bon moved out. Uh, so yeah, so when Bon moved out for the... Not, yeah. Probably not the first time. Well, I, I managed to get through all of uni and that was fine. And then you I managed was... to get through all of uni. That's all we I can survived. Ask. I survived. We're all survivors, okay, in our own ways. Yeah. And uh, I made it through. And then I was. I, I moved back in with my parents for a couple of years, which was just so fucking rad. And uh, <laughs> bedtime. Eventually, I'm... <laughs> fuck yeah. Do, you come do the dishwasher, mum. <laughs> I'm 24. <laughs> is there an age limit on doing dishwashers? Yeah, there is. I think so. You just sort of get. You either have to own the house, or you have to be at school. That's how it works. That's fair. That's, that's the law. That's the yeah. law. Right. I moved to London and I moved in a shared house, so I just had to pay a lump sum per month to a guy, which was you know fine and easy. But then when I moved up to Newcastle and I moved into my own flat for the first time. I had no idea how, you know, I, I had a rough idea of how it worked. You know, obviously I have to pay for electricity and I have to pay for water and I have to pay rent and I have to pay council tax and then I have to sort out uh, broadband. But I'd never done that before. So f- the prospect of setting up all of these bills and then obviously I've had to do it every subsequent time I've moved, which feels like 
10,000 times in the past yeah. few years. Uh, the first time I did it, though, it was really daunting. I didn't, that was, I just had no idea where to start or what it was even be like, even even like to be in, sort of locked into a contract and a financial commitment like that yeah. outside of a outside of a phone contract. So that was all, that was all quite a, a new experience, a, a bit stressful, but then, you know, you get, you get used to it, don't you? You do. Yeah. You just sort of, that's the whole thing about being an adult. You just sort of, it's just a parade of things you don't want to do, but then you get used to it. Yeah. And everyone's still like, well, not everyone, but like, I think for a, a, a much longer period than people expect, like they just sort of fake it till they make it. Like there's, there's, uh, plenty of mid 30s people out there i think who are still kind of like a, a bit confused financially or like you know don't know how to like change a fuse or whatever uh, mm. and that's fine that's like that's what everyone's doing really but yeah. you know we're all just pretending that we understand what's going on that's what google's for yeah, yeah exactly in terms of ad- adulting things i hate the monotony and just this awfulness of having to choose a meal every night. Yeah, it's it's the worst. Eating is inconvenient. It really is. I just want to. I just want to have the food in me, and that's it. But I so I've, I've fallen into the cycle of essentially eating the same thing every night with slight variations for ease. But yeah, I'm going to ride it while what, I can. What have you got? Oh, I I always go for vegetables, including pepper, mushroom, and onion. That's my my base. That's where I spring from. And with mm-hmm. that, I add seasoning to make the vegetables more exciting, a bed of rice because it's cheap, and usually just some kind of thing on the sides. So like recently, I've been eating a lot of roasted chickpeas. Delicious. Ooh. Oh, So and... you're not just having a bowl of stuffing. <laughs> I said that <laughs> oh, one time. I think for, well, the house's own health, I can't do that because the, the, the following t- 24 hours are uh, <laughs> apocalyptic, to say the least. Oh, dear. I would like that. Oh, well... There you go. It's not. It's not easy being a uh, being green, being an adult. No. But uh, we we we'll do it. We're all fine. Yeah. Good luck to everyone being an adult out there. Yeah, to- you've got no choice. No. <laughs> yeah, this, this is life. Get used to it. Would you like another question, or should we do a thing? I'd, uh, I'd quite like a question. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Ryan Wagner at Reister Sniper Thirteen, sick. sick, fucking sick. That's sick. Yeah, it's pretty That's sick. Sick. That's so sick. Uh, Ryan asks, or says, in fact, you have to face a boggart in your defense against the dark arts class. What shape does it take on, and how do you make it amusing to defeat it? So, oh man, for those of you who don't know, uh, a boggart in Harry Potter takes the form of your biggest fear but kind of a physical thing. So it's not really... I don't think it can take the form of, you know, being buried alive, you know? It's yeah. more like a a creature or a... I think Lupin sees the moon, but, like, yeah, some kind of physical thing. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Probably, yeah. um... Probably an elderly relative asking a lot of questions. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so how's university going? No. Please stop. <laughs> stop it. I don't want to sit with Grandma anymore. Oh, no. Poor Grandma. I want to go oh, outside. Poor Grandma. I'll sit with Grandma. She's not got... No one's Grandma has long left in them. Or most most Grandmas don't. Excuse you. My Grandma's going to live forever. Yeah, well, maybe she will. All of my Grandmas. Well, you better start showing her some bloody... Res- show her some bloody respect. Oh, I do. She's That's be there the problem, forever. Peter. <laughs> you enable her. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. 
Now, I'm not speaking specifically about my grandma, but in no, general, sure. though, I think everybody gets grandma's that. Grandma's as a concept. Every, yeah, the, grandma, the grandma's sort of a metaphor for, for any kind of social interaction with family. Mm. Um, which, you know, my immediate family, I don't mind. But I do have, as a lot of people do, sort of a social a sociability threshold that is easily yeah. breached. Yeah. Or broached, I should say, where I can only handle so much socializing in intensely especially asking lots of questions and being interested in people mm-hmm. for so long before i just need to run away yeah and recharge Let's hide in a dark corner and not yeah, think about much. grandma yeah what would uh, make grandma funny or tolerable yeah how would you how would you make her less scary <sighs> probably a big hat yeah <laughs> yeah Maybe. good yeah just a big, a big hat. comical hat big huge hat with a feather in it maybe. sombrero or something yeah exactly maybe the sombrero has uh, tortilla chips on it oh that'd be nice and then oh, i can yeah. just sort of graze and then i can keep my strength levels up and i can talk for hours just... because then also she can't really very well start asking you about you know how's your job going when she's the one wearing a silly hat like how yeah. can the conversation not just be about her silly hat you know so it's a diversion i'm gonna want to know as well is where she gets this unlimited nacho hat from yeah and what kind of blood contract she signed with the demon to make it happen and where do i sign where do i sign also will these kill me am i becoming weaker as a result of these demon nachos or am i stronger than ever lots of much to think about much to think about um i don't like snakes i mean i think snakes snakes are pretty pretty okay um some snakes I could probably tolerate, but like a cobra, I just oh, cobras really just creep me out. If there's really? a cobra in this room right now, in fact, no, I've just realised though. I think something that I hate even more than snakes, and if there was one in the room, I would go insane. Uh, would be an octopus. Oh, um, I find octo octopuses just the weirdest creepiest thing they've got too many limbs to keep track of i don't mind spiders so much but you know the same number of limbs on an octopus for some reason really bothers me i guess they're so articulated uh and then it's just a big blobby thing isn't it and it can just move in weird ways it wants uh, to get you it wants it, it wants you and only you yeah it does and it's, they're very clever as well they can yeah, do wasn't that their, one that predicted the world cup well, some yeah. Yeah. results, and it knew what it was doing as well. Oh, yeah. Have clever. you seen the gif of the one that waves back at the person <laughs> who waves at it? Oh God, no! I don't <laughs> want to see that. It just raises a tentacle and goes. Blah, blah, blah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm printer. So, how would I make that funny, spooky? Maybe just it—it's a hat on your grandma's head. Maybe. Oh, oh no! Adam Pacitti did that on a live stream. Oh, he did. Oh yeah. God, yeah. Oh no! Octopus hat. Yeah, I don't mind a dead one. Um, I'm not saying I would kill it, but I'm mm. just saying if one r- arrived in the post, like it literally did in the office, I w- you know, I didn't have a problem with that. The only good octopus is a dead one. That sounds like a new slogan. Wow. It a does. new campaign. Yeah. Uh, uh, mighty? Uh, I want to make know how I can turn this into a grandma thing, but bed bugs are... Oh. Like, the the small and, like, realistically, they can't kill me, but the idea of potentially having little black creatures living and breeding in my bed and coming in in the night and sucking my blood is, I don't know, it's always kind of freaked me out. And, uh, like, the idea of anything crawling on me, re- I really don't like. Oh, wow. I didn't expect that as an answer, but that's interesting. 
I, I, th- I think I, I, I remember as a kid going to a carpet shop and seeing a display of a dust mite and that kind of triggered this whole fear of small little little insects that you can't really see but are there and uh-huh. I, I guess the solution would be to make them massage me in my sleep so I wake up nice and refreshed and relaxed rather okay. than sucking my blood they just gently just have a little have a little see, have a little soothe you don't want one like huge fucking butch <laughs> bed bug coming out of the the cob the, that's the making me closet. really uncomfortable thinking about it oh my <laughs> he god he just walks out he just strolls right up to you and he goes all right matey take your tools <laughs> off and lay it down and i'm gonna massage your back and he just gets on there with all of his legs and just goes uh, all do you over have somewhere you. i can put my octopus nacho hat yes. <laughs> would you like a crisp <laughs> I brought me grandma along just to uh, help us out as me assistant to do. Yeah. So anyway, tell us about your job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Uh, are we so, if, if visualizing this big bed bug or dust mite, whatever it is? Is it as tall as me, or is it more like half the height? I think taller. Ooh, oh, a towering yeah. bed bug. Yeah, he's like nine I'm feet. I'm picturing Machamp from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Sort of that that build, big strong could sort of carry you in 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 its arms to bed oh and then wow. just and then just get underneath you <laughs> yeah it gets in first it carries you to bed and it sort of lifts you up like a baby and lies down in the bed with you up above <sighs> yeah my my mental image right now is the worst thing i've ever ever had to picture I, I mean i guess at least with a massive bed bug that size there's confidence in knowing where it is it's not like the little ones where they can be hiding Mm. there's big boys at the foot of your bed and you can see him and you can monitor yes. his movements so I, found I guess it. that's better I found it I found it right you ready I've uh, just googled sexy bed bug art oh fuck yeah. off uh, and someone came through <laughs> no good um, oh, a... hang on let me just um, just copy this whole thing for you should I tweet this as well do we oh god do we want um... oh no <laughs> there it is do, do we no context tweet that yeah fuck it yeah we could do yeah yeah. I'll do it as a reply to the Dave Benson photo that's already gone out. And that way, that's that's fucking social media right there. That's some... Oh, there's a worse one. Oh, would no. You like, would you like the worse one, Michael? Yeah, go like... on. I want... oh, oh, my God. No. It's just way worse. That's the nachos. She's got a nacho there. <laughs> she has got the nacho. Should I tweet Is that, that your one grandma? Out? Shit, it's grandma. I'll tweet that one out. Um... And we'll just let the universe suffer with that. Oh, yeah, please, brilliant! Thanks for opening up to us, Michael. Hope it didn't. Hope it didn't make it worse. I, I mean, maybe this is like was it exposure therapy, where you just expose someone to something until they get used to it. Yeah, this is uh, this is working wonders. When you get married, Peter and I are going to uh, buy a stripper for you with very specific instructions to dress up as a bed to strip your flesh off. Ah, oh, that would be amazing. It's going to be very upsetting. Thanks, guys. Can't wait. That's okay. Let me just tweet that out. Do carry on. Fantastic. Well, uh, it's time for a thing. I haven't been first for a while. Can I go? Go. Go Go now. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I've tweeted it. It's probably not going down well. I'm just going to close Twitter so I don't have to look at it. (laughs) Okay. Well, if any of the listeners want to see the picture of the the sexy bedbug action, then just head to Mm. our Twitter. It will be there. Yeah. Video's official. So, some of you might have seen this on Twitter. I did a tweet about it. Um, But I thought I'd go into a little bit more detail and recount the story here for my thing. 
My parents were in town a couple of weekends ago. And they were staying at a, at a lovely hotel not too far from where I live. And the hotel has a pool facilities, gym and pool facilities. Oh. And I was able to make use of those facilities. Mm-hmm. And I did so on a couple of occasions. Ooh. What a treat. Wow. Right? Lovely. Get a free, get some free pool action. Yeah. And uh, the pool had a steam room and a sauna as well. Wow. <laughs> wow. What a bloody treat for this guy. Just getting those muscles all sort of relaxed, ready to go f- fast afterwards. Mm-hmm. Get speed. <laughs> hashtag make Ben fast in 2020 or whatever it was. I can't even remember. And uh, I went into the into the steam room first. Delightful. Love it. You walk in, it hurts your eyes and your head, and it's so menthol you can't breathe. Oh, I love a steam room and a what sauna. What a brilliant experience. Mm. I love it. So good. So I went in there and I sat down for a while and I thought, oh, this is hot. And uh, there was a man who was sat up on the bench overhanging the steam outlet. So he was getting it all up in his business. Oh, wow. lovely. Refreshing. And... I don't get it because if you stay in a steam room, you can own, in my experience, you can stay in a sauna for a while. But a steam room, it starts to get so hot at the top of the room that you find yourself sinking lower and lower and lower until you sort of have to crawl out because <laughs> it hurts to be in there. And this guy was just sat over the, the whole thing, which I did not understand. So that sort of set the groundwork for, wow, this is a place full of interesting people. And I went across to the sauna. Now, the sauna, of course, is made of wood. And isn't that exciting? (sighs) Looks looks, uh, adventurous. It's like a little log cabin. Like a hot log cabin. Mm. You go in there, you sweat with some strangers for a bit. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, more people show up in the sauna than the steam room, in my experience. Yeah, it's dry, isn't it? Yeah, well, not for much longer, Peter. Oh, so I go into the sauna, I sit down. There's a man. He's eating grapes from a Tupperware pot. Oh, nice. Staying refreshed. And it's a surreal experience because you don't usually expect to see people eating in a sauna. No. Full stop. That seems unsanitary. But for some reason, grapes seem especially weird. <laughs> a weird choice of sauna snack. Oh. So, so we've got Grape Man in there. Is it Grape Coon? Grape Coon. That, is that a character we've had before? That's McNuggies boy. No. It is, isn't it? Is it? Wait, who wants to see yeah. who's McNuggies? No, Grape Coon's the fucking penguin. Was the penguin? Was that something to do with the penguin? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. It was the penguin. Grape Coon the penguin. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that was the one. So we've got Grape Coon sat there in the corner. And uh, my dad's in the sauna with me. And he says, oh, you got your, you got your grapes there then? <laughs> and I was kind of hoping no one would acknowledge that he was eating grapes because I didn't really want to open that sort of that can of grapes. sauna Tupperware pot. It's all a bit Roman or ancient Greek, isn't it? Just chilling in a sauna with grapes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was very weird. Uh, so my dad asks him, oh, you, you enjoy you, you like your grapes in the sauna then? <laughs> and, uh, and he goes, and he plays along. The grape coon plays along. Yeah. She says, oh, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd like to see them pop. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Uh, it's a weird, almost concerning thing to say in the sauna full of strangers. And uh, we sort of just, we just leave him to it. 
And five minutes later, he turns and starts talking to me. He addresses me by the wrong name and just launches into a conversation. And after sort of uh, about 10 seconds or so, he's about halfway through a sentence and he realizes that I'm not the person that he wanted to be talking to. But you were sat next to him for a while before he started talking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So apparently the person he thought was in there had left, had exfiltrated the sauna a long time ago. And I had been anointed as his new, as Grape Coon's new friend. Yeah. And so he just started talking to me and, and I said, oh, you know, that's, that's not me. And he went, oh, sorry. I thought you were, I thought you were someone else. I thought you were my waifu cutout. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't the anime cutout. So I don't really know how to react at that point. So I just sort of stay quiet, you know, still in the hot box, in the sweat room. And he goes back to his grapes. And, uh, and I think, oh, what would be a really funny thing to say? Something that will really break the ice, break the tension here. And uh, I said, well, maybe you should s- slow down on those grapes, huh? It's clearly making you hallucinate or something. And I get fucking nothing. <laughs> Is that how you delivered it? They're clearly no. making you hallucinate or something. No, I didn't say, I didn't say that. Yeah, I just I said, oh, say. Maybe, you should, maybe you should slow down on the grapes yeah. there. No, sure. In my head, thinking, that's a funny <laughs> joke. Mm. Because it implies that the grapes are the reason he confused me for someone else. Yes. Because it's a very weird situation to be in. It is. In the sauna with grapes and confusing someone for someone else. I like seeing them pop. I want <laughs> to see them pop. And he, he just did not even crack a smile. Oh, oh dear. He just, he just continued to eat his grapes. And he made me feel like the biggest piece of shit in the world. Bearing in mind that he's the one who's eating grapes. He's the one who addressed me by the wrong name. And he played along with my dad's conversation starter earlier. Yeah. And then as soon as I weigh in there with a fucking brilliant joke, I get nothing from this guy <laughs> at all. Absolutely fucking nothing. He's clearly not not a, a fan. Apparently not. <laughs> Wow. The joke was a bit much for him. Yeah. The guy eating fucking grapes in the sauna. Uh, and uh, and so we just sat in silence for a few minutes after the absolute no-sell of my joke. Mm-hmm. And then I left the sauna. Oh, and God. I uh, didn't go back in for the entire rest of the time I was there because the grape man was in there. <laughs> he could be there any time. He could still be there eating his grapes. Waiting for the last one to pop. <laughs> So it's just a cautionary tale as much as anything else. I just want people to be aware that saunas may contain men eating grapes who who make you feel like shit for telling good jokes. Good, wholesome, family-friendly jokes. Quite frankly, hilarious jokes, Ben. I loved it. Yeah, Thank you. Thanks, Peter. The tone of your voice always reassures me I'm on to a winner. Yeah, it was a great... It was really great. Great joke Thanks. there. Thanks, Peter. Good. Thank you. Good. You should have been in the sauna with me. Oh, if only. Yeah. Could, could have had some really grapes. I tell you what. Yeah. We should, we should go back. All of us. <laughs> yeah. Go in there. Find out when Grape Coon's going to be back in the sauna. And then I'll go back in. And I go, you are uh, enjoying your grapes then? And the whole fucking sauna should stand up and applaud me. Yes. And totally bewilder this man. Yeah. And then we can we all just walk out. And was we, it like a flash we, mob? Exactly. Of laughter we fuck and him applause. Up the same way that he fucked me up. Yeah. I like I think that would be the best comeuppance. I like the world building here because I mean the facts when you asked him about the grape well, when you mentioned the grapes, he he liked to hear them pop. 
That clearly establishes this isn't his first rodeo. He has eaten grapes in the sauna before. <laughs> is this like his weekend relaxation thing? He does it every weekend, or is it just like the second time he's done it by chance? Or I want to know that I want to know more about grape coon. There's only one way to find out. There's so much more. Got to go back. Yeah, we're gonna have to go back. We're gonna have to find him. We have to do. We have it. to find grape coon. I am fairly certain I will never see this man again in my life. But it was such a surreal experience <laughs> that uh, I just wanted to share it with everybody today. Oh, well, thank, thank you. I loved for it. For bringing that along to the class, Ben. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, no, clap. 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 Please clap. Please. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Cool. Can I have a question, please? Yes. Question time. Um, do, 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 do. Question three. This is from Mikey Pennington. Oh, hey, Mikey. At M. Penningtor. Not Pennington. Strange. Ooh. Mikey says, Maybe it was taken. I need creative ways of getting out of paying my rent. Help! Um, move out. That's a good that's, one, actually, yeah. That's pretty creative. But where, where's he, where's he going to move? Just to another flat and then not pay rent there. Yeah, just keep doing it. Just keep that hustle up, man. Oh, maybe that's a good idea. Yeah, just... Oh, but you have to pay a load of stuff up front to move into a new place, don't you? Uh, what if you're crashing on someone's sofa? I feel like we need more context here. Okay. Uh, let me need... let me just go on Mike Pennington's Twitter. <laughs> okay, good idea. Great idea. Let's just sort of stalk him and find... I won't dox him. No. I'll try and get an idea for what kind of person he is without... <laughs> yeah, because it'd be... Good to know. It would. What the situation is? Yeah. Uh, uh, why? Why? Mainly why? Why do you want to get out of paying rent? We wouldn't want to deliver bad advice. No. Keeping it vague. He he lives in the south of England, so it's it's high rent down there. It's expensive. Yeah. 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 Uh, he. Uh, oh, he's 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 quite well qualified. He's got he's he has qualifications. Six GCSEs. Oh Shit. yeah, he's got at least six GCSEs. Um, so. I don't know. I mean, I would suggest... Oh, but I mean, even if he moves to the north, he's still going to have to pay rent. What would you guys do if you... Say say you were physically incapable of paying rent. There was just some sort of magic spell cast on you. So you've still got... You know, you've got money, but you're not able to spend money on any form of accommodation. You can't stay Ooh. in a hotel. You can't buy a house. You can't pay the rent. Yeah. Would, what would you do? How would you, how would you live your life? I mean... Do you want a really tedious answer? Yeah. Yeah, go on. If this was a if this was a if this was a non-romanticized beautiful fiction, mm. I'd probably go to my letting agent and say that I'm having a real issue right now. I cannot pay rent next month. However, if we can draw up the contract so that you can take my security deposit, which is one month's rent, Ooh. and apply it to this month, I will then be able to not only repay it next month, but also put a new deposit down and that will buy me one month to break this curse this this rent curse that's a and very sensible answer get back on my feet that's a do you want the fantastical one yeah i mean that's far too sensible for me i want a fantastical one i fucking fly away and live in the clouds peter yeah Whoa. don't pay rent in the clouds i live in sky sky hotels sky flats that's where i live i live in the sky flats yeah Oh. Clouds are like caravans. You just drive them wherever you want to go. Exactly. Dropping water as you travel. Nobody nobody owns clouds. Just go live in the clouds. Bam. 
It's where all the games are now as well, and Netflix. They um, are. It's oh. all up in the cloud. Oh, yeah. shit. Endless entertainment. You don't have to pay for that. Yeah. Holy shit. Free accommodation. It's free real estate. You've got everything up there. Fuck, why don't we all move to the clouds? I think that's it. I think that's Mikey's answer. Just just go and live in, in the clouds, Mikey. In fact, why aren't you already living which, up there? Mikey Pennington, Mikey? I mean, not Mikey oh, okay. Johnson. <laughs> why, aren't, why, why isn't he already up there? What's going on? We're all... It's the cool thing to do. Maybe he is. I mean, I haven't seen Mikey Pennington recently, have you? No, true. So true. He could be in the clouds. Yeah, they, ha- they still have clouds in the south of England, don't they? They do. And maybe that's what his GCSEs are in, just live, living in clouds. 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 I've got yeah. my cloud GCSE. Yeah. Well, there you go, Mikey. Would you? Is there anything else you'd suggest, though, if the well, cloud thing doesn't work out? Which it will, obviously. But if, if the cloud thing doesn't work out, you need creative ways of getting out of paying your rent. What I would do is um, uh, commit a really, really violent <laughs> murder in your mm-hmm. flat. Mm-hmm. Um, but also try and get yourself an alibi so it looks like it wasn't you. Uh, and then when the police come around and have to turn your flat into a crime scene, they will presumably put you up in a hotel or something, right? Yeah, police hotel. Uh, yeah. And then one of those police hotels that's not in the clouds, it's on the floor somewhere, on the ground mm-hmm. of the earth. So you don't get free Netflix, but it is a place to stay. Yeah, so I think that's a cr- pretty creative way of getting out of paying rent, just murder everyone. Fair. Well, I had a nice little idea while we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. What well, if you, provided you live on the ground floor and you still got like a few weeks of access to the flat, just lift up the flooring and dig down like a jackhammer or something like that, so you can get like create like a little underground uh, basement, I guess technically. And so you dig that out, and eventually you just you just hide down there. You start answering phone calls, texts, all that stuff. That just becomes your house. After a few months, the landlords will come back in. They'll they'll find someone new to replace you, clean out your stuff. At that point, you've got your little hole. You can you can route some cables down there, and in the middle of the night, you can sneak up from your hole and steal little bits of bread and feed yourself and sustain yeah, yourself. Bread. Oh, perfect! But, I, there's nothing wrong with that plan. It's perfect. So many options, Mikey Pennington. There's no excuse to be paying rent anymore. Yeah, you fool. Well, uh, we've got things to do, I suppose. So, Mikey, do you want to go or shall I go? I'm happy to go, Peter. Go then. Dave Benson Phillips. Oh my God! Just oh, leave just him out leave of it. Leave him out of it. Fuck's yeah. sake. We we went. We did so well this episode. Not a single mention. And now here I am, fucking it up. Mm. It's time for a fight. What? Oh no. A Dave Benson Phillips fight. Whoa. Oh ding ding ding! I've I've He'll give you a Dave Benson fat lip. Oh, whoa! Got him. <laughs> I, I've collected eight fun moments from Dave Benson's Phillips life. Question. Yes. Define fun. <laughs> fun to us or fun for him? Well, maybe not for him. The time he caused a bomb scare. Yeah, not f- maybe not fun for him. Fun to look onto and not be involved in, but fun nonetheless. Okay. Okay. So I've selected eight things. I'll, I'll, I'll start off. There's going to be a few rounds here. I've also... Included brief descriptions, because unless someone's watched every episode of this podcast, they probably don't know the inner workings of every detail of Dave Benson's, Benson Phillips' life, as we do. Okay. So it's another Mikey tournament. Bingo. Excellent. Fight one. Dave Benson Phillips does shows for stuff as a concept <laughs> versus the death hoax. So for the uninitiated, I'll explain uh, the shows for stuff concept, because it's bloody brilliant. Dave offers his phenomenal services in exchange for items. 
On his website, he lists the following things he'd take in exchange for his time as, a, as an entertainer. Enough juggling balls slash clubs to teach 20 people. A caravan. A Nando's black card. A game of Twister. Or six months of accountancy work. Oh my God. These are all Dave. things that Dave Benson Phillips will do to put on a show for you. And uh, on the web, there's a whole web web page for this, as we're familiar with. But I think if you just Google Dave does shows for stuff, you'll find it. And at yeah. the bottom, it, it kind of highlights some things he's already done, uh, some sort of some things he's already received in exchange for shows. That includes a meal at Nando's, sooty and sweet puppets, a meal after an appearance on TV slash radio slash film, and lastly, six rubber chickens. Six rubber chickens. <laughs> I mean, Dave, what do you need six for? <laughs> Enough to teach a class of 20. <laughs> Everyone shares one. And uh, the Death Hoax. In 2009, Dave Benson Phillips was the victim of the Death Hoax perpetrated across the internet, which maintained that he had died in a car crash. There were other false rumors that he was pre- presenting on a soft porn TV sex line oh and that he was God. no longer being hired because he had a nervous breakdown. I didn't know about the soft porn sex line that didn't happen. No, yeah, that was news either. to me as well. It turns out, yeah, that was a thing. But thankfully, he was fine. I, he, he disproved all, all rumors by existing, thankfully. Mm-hmm. So of, of the two, what, what, what's your favorite thing? <laughs> It's got to be Dave does shows for stuff. It absolutely has to be Dave does shows for stuff. I'd be surprised if that isn't in the final. To be yeah, honest. yeah, that is. It's a bloody good one. At least for me, that's how Dave Benson Phillips ended my life post gunging. It was in the what culture office. Adam Pacitti was talking about it. Mm, yeah, and now he's he's not left. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> no, we did not leave him out of it. Fight two, the portal goblin video, or the bomb threat. I'm sure everyone's familiar with the Portal Goblin video. It's 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 legendary in Vidiot's uh, lore. But uh, for his bomb scare, while shopping in a British home store shop in Worthing, his son's balloon dog popped and he caused a mild scene be- before he apologised on Twitter. Oh, Dave. Oh, Dave. Do you have the wording of his apology? I, it, it, I've, I've left a blank bit in my document to find it, but it's not there. Bear with me. <laughs> Okay, no worries. I mean, I'm biased, but I think uh, the Portal Goblin video, because that's when we first discovered that he is definitely aware of us. Yeah, because he told us to and leave him out are. of it. Yeah. And we continue to not do so. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Not. And he f- followed us on Twitter, and then he made a video for us on Triple Jump. So it's all very, it's confusing signals, really. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm in full agree- agreement there that the Portal Goblin video is this, the best thing. Um, his tweet, if you're interested. My apologies to the shoppers and staff at BHS Worthing for my son's dog balloon going bang in the store. We are all very jumpy at the mall. God, yeah, it happened just after an incident, didn't it? A terror incident in the UK, like <laughs> within a couple of weeks, I think. So, Oh, Dave, you always get yourself oh. in a pickle. <sighs> yeah, mad lad. So Portal Goblin is the clear winner there. Portal Goblin, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Well, this is already going to be a fun fun final because there's going to be some, some contenders. Next up, the organ video versus his stint as a wrestler. Do you want to describe the organ video? So, yeah, that that's that's just Dave's bare ass on the internet, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. His stint as a wrestler is ongoing. Is that's it? That's what I think is it's such a brilliantly weird segue into a new career. <laughs> that how, could, how could we have guessed that's where Dave would end up? Yeah, seeing him host, get your own back. I'm going to see that man 
wrestle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see him wrestle. Well, equally, I didn't ever think I'd see his bare ass, but, you know. <laughs> true. See, that's very true. He's full of surprises. He is. Oh, this is a tricky one. I'm, I'm, I want to say wrestling, and that's not just because I like wrestling. I just think it's hysterical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, he's, that he's wrestling. We must try and go to a show at some point. I oh, personally, to. I think it's, for me, it's the organ, because oh. not only did he play an actual organ in a theatre naked and have to get the staff to turn a blind eye, but he posted it in memoriam of the late, great Terry Jones. Yeah, um, he, did. So he did do that. It was, for me, it was quite a quite a Dave moment, but... I'm torn, because I really like the isolated kind of nature of the organ video, but the wrestling has infinite potential if he carries on and keeps doing it. That's true. Like, the things that could spawn from wrestling, but I guess, does that make it a favourite moment? I should have defined my criteria better. This is my fault. <laughs> Fuck. Well, yeah, him wrestling is not is not a moment. Yeah. But yeah. Well, none of these are really moments. Most of them are just eras. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go organ video because it was just so magical seeing that get dropped in the WhatsApp and just like watching it unfold. <laughs> it was guys. <laughs> guys, stop everything. You will literally, if you had a thousand years, never guess what Dave's done now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, okay, and the last fight before we head into the semi-finals. Psycho Seagull attacks TV legend. That one. Versus his set your cocks back tweet. <laughs> oh, it's got to be the seagull. It's got to be. Yeah. I think because he made front page news. I think it's Dead. probably the seagull, yeah. It's two kind of like highlights of Dave's recent career. One was a very good viral tweet and the other was headline front page news. Um, yeah. For, for those who aren't aware, for the Psycho Seagull story... After an outdoor gig, Dave treated himself to a delicious sandwich, but a seagull attempted to steal it from him. The gull had been swooping over the crowd for the entire show and caused a nuisance. In a final act of revenge, the seagull pooped and vomited on his car. <laughs> I love that because there's absolutely no way they could have possibly verified <laughs> that it was the same seagull. Yeah. It, was just a, it was just a bird. <laughs> it looks the same though. God, it must be the same. He did actually make the news with the Coxback tweet though as well, but not... not the actual physical media. I think he was just, there were a few articles about it on like Metro or whatever. But Buzzfeed and all that. Yeah. I think for me, it is the seagull. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be. That's just, as a concept, that is just brilliant. It's brilliant. Okay, semi-finals time. <laughs> Shows for stuff versus our Portal Goblin video. Mm. Who's your favorite? The Portal Goblin is good because, you know, it's personal to us. Only we have, well, we've shared it now, but that is for us. Mm. That was kind of to our specification and it spawned so much but shows for yeah. stuff it's just so interesting i don't know personally i was thinking about this before we started recording today actually because <laughs> before before i even turned my computer on i was thinking ah i wonder if we'll bring dave into it again as we always do <laughs> you know and and as we always should maybe but <laughs> i thought you know he has to leave leave him out of it we never will um sorry dave and as i was thinking that i was like God, if if I'd known when I was like 10 years old watching Get Your Own Back that not only would, as you say, Ben, Dave Benson Phillips be involved in wrestling, etc., but that we would actually have a bespoke video made by him for our YouTube channel where he mentions us by name and tells us to leave him out of it. You know, I would never, ever, ever have believed that as a That's kid. A, it's a weird thought that Dave Benson Phillips knows who we are. Yeah. yeah, and a stack of DVDs. 
uh, the yeah. whole weird thing where I emailed him and and his agent replied, "I'm still not convinced it wasn't him." <laughs> uh, his in complete inability or lack of care to follow the very clear stage instructions, <laughs> stage yeah. directions I gave him. Ah ha ha. <laughs> No, 150 Dave. points. <laughs> so leave me out. And he just pauses for a second and realizes he has more to do. It's beautiful. The whole thing's beautiful. Um, I wish that he still did shows for stuff because I was fairly convinced that he took that page down in in the end. And the only way to view it was through a way back machine. Well, yeah. it's, it's still actively listed because I was able to get it up the other day. And he's got his phone number on there. Oh, God, maybe there's just no link on his page anymore and he thinks that's the equivalent of <laughs> taking it down. Yeah. Is that you can't find it by just going through his homepage anymore. Oh, yeah, I think that's... Didn't someone say that a while ago? Some, I can't remember if it was one of us or a guy, one of the guys from the Cultaholic office, but I'm sure someone said, like, oh, the page isn't there anymore. And then they just typed in a different word after the forward slash uh, mm. on his URL and, like, they managed to get to it anyway. It's just... It's not linked anywhere, but it still the page still exists so i've, I've just uh, googled dave benson phillips shows for stuff it's the second link on google oh it's oh, on google okay well, there it is i think it's not dave's wish list it's not navigable within his website but you can, i guess you can still find it on google it does sorry i'm just looking at the terms and conditions they're, they're, they're just wild because they're completely bespoke the terms traded, the items traded for Dave Benson Phillips' performance in lieu of money must be of exceptional quality or of good working order. <laughs> that Nando's meal was of exceptional quality. If it's, it's good working order. What I'd like to know is, is if this was still an option, and you're right, his phone number is absolutely still there, <laughs> and, and you can email him and everything. Um, I, was, I wonder if like possibly we could just say, okay, we've got fucking a large carpet for the interior of a marquee <laughs> that's one of the will options you, will you do a podcast for us i don't think that's or a game of twister what kind of show does that get you I... a leather three-piece suite I, I don't they're so varying in price and value like four it microphone is. stands or a caravan <laughs> it's like what my favorite is six large and very strong trestle tables <laughs> i don't think we need um it doesn't matter that this doesn't exist anymore, that, you know, he's no longer doing shows for stuff. I think we could still just get in touch with him and say, Dave, how much? How much do you yeah, want? I think you're right. God, we really should, shouldn't we? <laughs> or should we? Yeah. Is it too if far? If you intend to book Dave to appear in a club, an entertainment venue, or at, a, or at an commercial slash professional university slash college, or, th- Jesus Christ, Dave, or theatrical event, £250 will be automatically added to the already quoted shows for stuff fee. <laughs> God. Oh, wow. Oh, so it's not for free if there's fees. Dave, you liar. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Strong words there from Mikey. I hope he doesn't listen to this bit of the podcast. I do very much want to be in his company at some point. Yeah. Not his company as in working for him, just in his you know personal company. I'd, I'd work oh, for him. Oh, this is Shows for Stuff 2. What? Did you guys see that? No. At the top? It's Shows for Stuff 2. It's the sequel. Clearly, <laughs> Shows for Stuff went down so well that he needed to come up with more stuff to do shows for. God. No way. Fantastic. It's like that video where someone traded from a paperclip all the way up to a car. <laughs> a house it was, I think, in the end. 
Oh, was it? So yeah. That's what Dave did. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what he's doing. Magical. Yeah, that Dave for, does, does stuff for shows. Shows stuff, do stuff. <laughs> that's the winner for me. Yeah. Peter? There's too much comedy in it. It's, yeah. it's too funny. It is Yeah, I, I can concede that. I mean, yeah, I think I would actually personally say the video, but yeah, I can, I can see the argument. Shows for stuff. I think, yeah, as well. I'm, ag- I'm agreeing because it's just, it's amazing. It's such a rabbit hole and it, it gives you so much insight that you never thought you needed. I love it. All right, last semi-final. It's the organ video versus Psycho Seagull. Oh, um, oh God. I do like the Seagull story personally. Yeah, I think Psycho Seagull, there's more to it. You know, the organ video is just Dave's bum for like 12 seconds. <laughs> Which is good, really good. Yeah. It's um, a great bum. It is. But, but it's no, a bird sicked on my car. In an act of revenge. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with sick bird. Yeah, me too. It, it's a, I, I think, obviously, this doesn't mean these are the only ones that are good, but I mean, just the Portal Goblin video and the organ video, just quality work. And I, I do love them endlessly. But now it's time for the finale. Shows for stuff versus the seagull. Oh. oh. I'm going to throw my hat in the seagull camp. Oh, interesting. Mm. Yeah, only because we've clearly had a bit of a bias in not only the the creation of this tournament in that it features many moments <laughs> that are unbecoming yeah. for Dave Benson Phillips, but also our selections are sort of perhaps the saddest ones oh i'm sort of more tragic options well it's the thing it's it's like it's from my experience with dave and i can only ever see the the weird yeah what else is there i mean no that's i mean his first hosted show perhaps oh i thought like career highlights yeah (laughs) that time dave had a bird poo on his car (laughs) i feel like the way we've gone with this leads me to choose i think the most tragic option the fact that dave Wanted to do shows for stuff, shows for stuff too, the sequel, yeah. and then canned it because people didn't want him to do shows for stuff anymore. That's sad. The fact that he want he just wanted a fucking sandwich. He the only thing he wanted in this world was a sandwich and a car that didn't have shit and sick on it from a bird after his outdoor gig that he was doing probably not for stuff. He probably wasn't doing it for stuff. Either. Yeah, that was a pig. He was doing gig. it for actual money that he used to. But maybe he did it for the sandwich. Maybe he did it for the for the car or someone who just cleaned his car. That was the stuff. Yeah. And then a bird shits and six on it. There's a, a Daily Star reporter pops out of the bush and immediately Dave is front page news, beloved TV icon. That is the that is the saddest thing I have ever heard in my life. Oh, Dave, no, I feel so bad. Hey, he got he got some, you know, newspaper coverage out of it so some exposure thoughts and prayers yeah so well well well, of the selection are we saying the seagull has won yeah but in the real winner here is dave's lasting legacy that he's left in the hearts of now adults and used to be children all over the world with his infectious smile and goopy goopy antics and that's why we love him all over the world (laughs) yes We've introduced Dave Benson Phillips to so many people. We have. Yeah, he should be thanking us. In what, in what a weird fashion. I would really like to get him on the show at some point, just so that like we know. Yeah. Th- so that he knows and we know that it's all it's all just fun. We do it's love all him. Japes. It's if all you're listening, japes. we love you. We do love him. We'll look into it. 
I mean, we were accused of bullying him, though, weren't we, by yeah. definitely him running a different Twitter account. So I don't know if he'd want to, but we can ask, slash pay him, slash get him enough juggling balls for a teacher class of 20 <laughs> or a very strong trestle table. Thing is, like, the, the silly tweets, like the cockback and subsequent ones that have happened as well that didn't even make it to the tournament... I think Dave is to an extent. I've said before. I think Dave is self-aware now to an extent. Oh, yeah. Like he knows how yeah. to do a silly thing on Twitter, you know. So I think the fact that we give him coverage for when he does a silly thing, it's not as, it's it's not. You know, I think he that's what he wants. He wants people to talk about the latest Twitter game. Yeah. Ultimately, you know? he's a he's an entertainer, and we're just spreading that entertainment, surely. Yeah. 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 He's leaning into it. Yeah. Thanks, Dave, Good. for all your service. Well, I think we've we've thoroughly justified our position there. Yeah. There we go. Thank you, boys, for helping me fight it out. This has been a very fight-oriented episode. It has. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stephen Lombard is our next question. At St. Lombard. St. Lombard. Oh, At St. Lombard. Holiest um, Lombard. At time of release, it'll be Pancake Day in Blighty. Ooh. What pancake are you having? And why is it lemon and sugar? Oh, fuck lemon and sugar. Yeah, why is... I mean... Beyond... Okay, let me ref, let me start this again. <laughs> why is lemon and sugar the only time where it is acceptable to have so much sugar on a thing that it, is, that it acti- actively changes the texture to be crunchy? Yeah, that's the worst bit. Is the, Why do we tolerate crunchy pancake? I love sugared pancakes oh, i don't even weird. put the lemon juice on i just make a pancake you know which is fried batter and then i pour sugar <laughs> on the fried batter and i eat yeah. it and enjoy it i bet you do yeah i bet you, you do. don't wear any clothes either while you do it no i don't in fact i let the just falls on you. yeah i do i let the i let the the sugar granules just just cascade down my bare chest oh my god um, you're disgusting <laughs> <laughs> sometimes if i don't want crunchy sugar which I don't mind, but if I decide I don't want the crunchy sugar, I'll put icing sugar on it instead. Oh, that does sound Ooh, nice, that's, actually. That's fucking premium stuff. Is it It good? is premium. It is really nice, though, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm fine without the lemon. I don't see why you would put something really sweet and then add sour to it. Um, mm, I like that. So I'll be having like lemon. sugar or icing sugar on my pancakes. I I won't have any pancakes because I always forget and I don't have the ingredients and I can't be bothered to buy enough ingredients to make one or two pancakes for just me. Oh, I just get left over with ingredients. I just get it in a. You can get it in a in a bottle, just powder in a bottle, and you add water to it or milk. I've seen that, but I I wouldn't do it for me. It's not one. It's one of those things that I think is a real treat, but it's not the kind of thing that I would treat myself to. It's the kind of thing that if I had company or someone coming over. I'd say, oh, do you want some pancakes? Let's make some pancakes. That'd be fun. And you've got to treat yourself. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it for me. I wouldn't do it for myself. I've not really done it for myself since, like, whenever it's come around and I've been living in a place on my own, which has been on and off for the past few years. I I never do it when I'm living alone. That, in fact, that's it, one of my answers to question one would have been that yeah, like when I moved out and lived in a place by myself, I stopped doing nice things for myself, like having pancakes on pancake day because god you've got no one to impress have you yeah whereas you know my mum always used to make them for us 
without yeah. fail. I guess the real joy—the real joy—is seeing the smile on the people's faces who you've given the pancakes to, and you relish in yeah. the moment. It's all lovely. Oh, we could make a pancake face, like a meat face, oh, couldn't we? Yes. <laughs> Cake face. Cake face. Pan face. Mikey, do you have, have you had vegan pancakes before? Do they exist? Yeah, it's really easy. You just remove the egg from the ingredients, and it still works. Just put a bit more vegetable all in there. Bam! It's just like the real thing. Brilliant. Will you be having pancakes? I think I hope I want to now. I've kind of forgot about it, but now I really want them. But I like mm-hmm. I like big fluffy American style pancakes, and my favorite thing is peanut butter on them. Oh, it's 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 an interesting. I, I don't. It's not on the the list of approved toppings. I don't think. But oh, I, I just love peanut butter on anything really. God, I'm a recent convert to peanuts. Oh, really? I don't. I still won't have peanuts on their own. That's fair. But I just discovered M and M's. Oh, They're pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, fucking yeah, hell yeah. M&Ms, are, they're, they're pretty nice, aren't they? They're amazing. Holy shit. I'm not ready for a Snickers yet. That's a big That's a big one. Yeah, that's a lot oh, of peanuts, but, but... Peanut M&Ms. Wow. No, I do actually like lemon and sugar. I think that's delicious. I just don't understand why it's weird when you think about the crunch factor and it's like, mm, yeah, lemon and sugar. It's like actually having so much sugar that it... That it <laughs> crunches in your mouth it's it's a bit weird kind of disgusting actually well i guess proponents of lemon would tell you that if you put enough lemon on it'll dissolve the sugar but ugh, nah i'm all right that's a lot of lemon golden syrup's good as well oh fuck yeah good old yeah but it is yeah i've had savory pancakes with like bacon and cheese in them before in germany once creepies yeah they were they were just like there was identical to a you know like a british pancake but uh Mm. just had um savory filling in them or topping yeah mm, i've had creepies in france before creepy creeps with mm. sausage and stuff in it's it's bizarre it's strange because the batter is savory rather than just being sort of plain yeah so when you when you try and eat one it's like oh no this should have something else in it <laughs> it's weird savory savory skin mm. savory skin that's the good name for pancakes <laughs> savory skin saturday Fuck Shrove Tuesday. Mm. Uh, I've got a thing. Ooh. Uh, it's a bit of fun and games. Oh, I love that. It's not unlike, I've realised, uh, not the onion. <gasps> in the, uh, Am I going to have to take you to court? You might have to, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll tell you why it's like that. Uh, I have got some names here from the... Don't open it up, don't cheat. From the Wikipedia uh, list of unusual names. Okay. Of course there's a list. <laughs> yeah. Uh three of them are fake. Oh. The rest are all real. Let me count how many there are total. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, fifteen. So three out of fifteen are fake. 15 the rest are all names. real. And I want you guys to identify uh which ones are fake. I don't know if you want me to just read them all to you first okay. and then you can decide afterwards or Yeah. So this first one, difficult to pronounce. Apkdi, it's spelt A-B-C-D-E. Oh, wow. Apkdi, okay. Uh, the next one. Leon Sextus Dennis Oswulf Fraudatifilius Tolomac Tolomac de Orellana Plantagenet Tolomac Tolomac. Wow, it's kind of musical. It is. And there are, uh, there are 15 of these, right? There are. They're not all, <laughs> they're not all long ones. Some of them are. <laughs> okay. Next one. Yeah. Adolf, Lou, Hitler, Marak. Wow, that's a strong name. It is. I like that one. Number four. Preserved fish. <laughs> no. Come on. Preserved 
fish. Mr. Preserved Fish. Yeah, Mr. Preserved Fish. Uh, number five. Praise God, Barebone. Wow. Praise God is hyphenated and spelled exactly as it sounds. As is Barebone. Oh, it's not hyphenated, but it's spelled Barebone. Okay. Uh, Jennifer 8 Lee. 8 is spelled 8, as in the digit 8. Oh. Oh, wow. Jennifer 8 Lee. Uh, next, Tiny Cox. Oh, I love that one. Tiny Cox. K O X. Tiny Cox. Tiny Cox. Next one is Algernon Aloysius Abner Abiline. Wow, that's good. Exotic. Uh, I'm a hog. <laughs> good for you. I'm a hog. Does it have an apostrophe in and everything? No, no. <laughs> I M A space H O G G. I'm a hog. Okay. Cute. Uh, the next one, Commodore Cup of Tea, which is spelled Cup of Tea. C-U-P-P-A-T-E-A, all one word. Cup of Tea. I don't know if it's pronounced Capati. Could be Capati. But it's spelled Commodore Cup of Tea. Um, like that. That's good. It's a good English name. Next one. Oh, here we go. Richard Plantagenet. In fact, was Plantagenet in the previous long name? It was. Oh. oh. Richard Plantagenet Campbell Temple Nugent Bridges Chandos Grenville. Okay. This sounds like a list of small English towns. It does, yeah. Uh, number 12, horses and stuff. <laughs> That's just the three words, horses and stuff. Big fan. Okay. Number 13, public universal friend. <laughs> That's that sounds like a very neutral name, like yeah, some does, kind of futuristic it? society would name people like that. I think I've I think I saw them play at a festival last year. Yeah, from the <laughs> Universal Friend, they're pretty good. Yeah, uh, number fourteen, Meta World Peace. Nice. Uh, Meta is spelled with two T's, M E T T A, and finally, Tokyo Sex Whale. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Sex Whale. Spelt S E X W A L E. So it's neither oh. whale as in moan, nor is it whale as in the animal. Or the country. Oh, sadly. No. Well, it's close to the country. That's the closest thing, but it's just without the S. Maybe it's Wale. Could be Wale. Sex Wale. Wale. Okay. Could you paste all of those in the chat so we can see them? Is oh, I can do. Um, let me just double check. I'm not going to send you any. Okay. That's them. That's all of them. Okay. Okay. Should, should we have three guesses each? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of want a tiny cocks. I want to use for one of my guesses. Okay. Do you, actually, yeah, I'm kind of curious. I want to know. I want to know right now. So, tiny cocks, is it real? You want to know right now? So, is that? Are you both guessing that? I don't know how yeah. this works. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have six guesses between you. Yeah, that sounds good. Tiny okay, cocks yeah. is one guess. Tiny Cox is a Dutch politician. Oh, oh no, Mr. Cox. <laughs> Mr. Cox is real. Oh, bud, that's unfortunate. Aww, bless him. Well, I want I want to jump in on yeah, Public Universal Friend. Okay. Public Universal Friend is an 18th century Quaker what? who died, was then revived, became an evangelist, uh, and gave himself this unusual name. Uh, and became one of the earliest instances of a non-binary person in history. So oh. I was saying he, but actually he was only biologically male. Uh, they were only biologically so they, male. Are they? Interesting. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Peter, talk to me about Adolf Lou Hitler Marak. <laughs> Adolf Lou Hitler Marak 
is or was an Indian politician. Whoa! Oh, buddy. What year? Uh, I can pull it up. Um, born 1958. Still alive. You've got to do better than that, Adolf. Wow, that's you've amazing. To, you've got to make better choices than that. Well, his parents made the choice. <laughs> Adolf, who chose his own name. <laughs> In regard to his controversial name, Hitler Marak told the Hindustan, Hindustan Times... Maybe my parents liked the name and hence christened me Hitler. I'm happy with my name, although I don't have any dictatorial tendencies. Okay. <laughs> that's good. Oh, God. That's good to know. Maybe the parents thought he'd redefine the Hitler name and, you know, give it a clean wrap. Oh my God, look at this. In, fe- in February 2013, it was widely reported in international media that Marak will be running again for the state assembly uh, against some other oddly named candidates, such as Frankenstein Momin and <laughs> Billy Kid Sangma. Oh my God. Wow. What's going on over there? Who do you vote for, Hitler or Frankenstein? That's Frankenstein. your choice. <laughs> Frankenstein. 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 Okay, you've got three guesses left. You've got to find them all now. Your turn, Mikey. Ah. Oh. I've, for some reason in my head, I've got to clear that A, B, C, D, E is a real name because that just sounds like something someone would do. I could totally understand. Horses and stuff. It's got to be horses and stuff. Horses and stuff was invented by me. Yay! Yay! Correct. That's a good name, though. I do like that. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> what about Commodore Cuppity? Commodore Cuppity was fake, invented by Ooh, me. Oh! Very good. Oh, this is really stressful now. This is this is it. If we want to win, um, hmm. I'm gonna go Tokyo Sex Whale as the final faker. <laughs> Tokyo Sex Whale is a real person oh! with, according to Wikipedia, he has control over the global diamond industry. <laughs> of course he does. Of course. I don't know he what does. that means exactly, but uh, Tokyo Sex Whale. Tokyo wow. Sex Whale. That's a powerful name, though. Okay, so. I will give you the final fake one, okay. which was the slightly less exciting and inventive Algernon Aloysius Abner Abeline. Okay. That was fake. Oh. Uh, and I'll now tell you who all of the others were. Yay. A, B, C, D, E. Uh, 328 people were named this in the USA between 1990 Whoa. and 2014. Oh, my God. Wow. Is that just someone filling out the form and just... Yeah, I guess so. God. Leon Sextus Dennis Oswulf Fraudatophilius Ptolemac Ptolemac de Orellana Plantagenet Ptolemac Ptolemac was a captain in the British Army who died in World War II. Oh, my God. He he died because someone tried to get his attention, but uh, couldn't finish his name before he got blown up. (laughs) Preserved fish, I think might be pronounced preserved fish, um, a historical New York City shipping merchant, I think... Uh, let me let me try and I should actually have this in front of me and I don't like a like a big dumb idiot face. But I think uh, preserved fish. Oh, here we go. It's a name a bit like it's a sort of almost religious name. You know how people are called like mercy or like deliverance or or stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's not a very common thing to be called something like that. But I think that's what why it's preserved. It's a sort of you know you preserved by God and fish just happened to be his surname. Oh, cute. Mm, yeah, it's, it was a reference to being preserved from sin or preserved in grace. There you go. Mm. Uh, Praise God Barebone was an English leather seller, preacher, and fifth monarchist. Said to have actually been christened, this is real and uh, hyphenated, 
Unless Jesus Christ had died for thee, thou hast been damned, barebone. <laughs> wow. That was his full name. Wow. Nice. So it's another like religious name. Uh, Jennifer 8 Lee was a former New York Times reporter whose middle name was the number 8. Sick. I like it. It's cool. I'm a hog. American society leader, philanthropist, patron, and collector of the arts, and one of the most respected women in Texas in the 20th century. <laughs> oh. Well done, huh? Yeah. I don't know who gets to decide who is the most respected woman in Texas. Sounds but... like a competition Texas would run. Yeah. Richard Plantagenet Campbell Temple Nugent Bridges Chandos Grenville was the third Duke of Buckingham and Chandos. Oh. Oh, very fancy. There you go. And finally, Meta World Peace was an NBA player who, or is an NBA player, who wants to promote world peace and has a reputation for on-court brawls. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Go hand in hand. So he changed his name to Meta World Peace oh, to promote world peace. That's quite a good idea. Wow. I like that. Beautiful. There you go. So that was a sort of sort of Wikipedia in a way. Um, Thank you. That was a journey. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. There are some. There are other weird names in there that I didn't even include. Uh, Mansfield Smith Cumming, you might have actually heard of because he was the first head of MI6. Uh, but it says his name became appropriate as he promoted the use of semen as invisible ink. Oh, wow! Excellent. Very good. Just magical. How did he find that? You know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> so that's it. Um, we have one final question. Okay. It's another culinary one. You can only have one meal, pudding, and drink for the rest of your life. What are you having? So it's not your favourite, necessarily. It could be, but... You've got to live with eating it for the rest of your life. Do we live in a world where we have to deal with the consequences of our meal choice? Oh, God, yeah, I think probably. We can't just eat stuffing every day and not die? (laughs) Yeah, maybe so. Oh, that makes it far more tedious, doesn't it? Yeah, okay, maybe not. Because otherwise we'd all just pick something sensible, like rice and vegetables. <laughs> yeah, and pretty much meat. what I'd say. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad my life choices are being summed up as sensible. Okay, there's no health issues. You're being given a tablet that gives you all the nutrients you need, and okay. the food that you eat with your special meal is purely for taste, but you have to have it every day. Um, drink. Okay, I'm just going to bash it out nice and easy. I'm not mm-hmm. going to be fancy with this. Burger, cheeseburger and chips for yeah, the meal. Nice. Dr. Pepper for the drink. And for a pudding, a toffee yogurt. Oh, toffee yogurt. Okay. Yeah. Um, For me, I would actually, as much as I like a cheeseburger... When we used to sometimes go to Spoons after work and I kept ordering the, what was it called? The Empire State Burger, which was like two patties, cheese, bacon. Do you want 2,000 calories in one sitting? Yeah, yeah. It was like nearly 2,000. After that, I, for a very long time, for like six to 12 months, kind of didn't really like having any kind of anything close to a sloppy Giuseppe or... No, what do I mean? A sloppy Joe. A sloppy Joe. <laughs> Not sloppy Giuseppe. That's a pizza. Sloppy Joseph. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, any kind of burger with a, the slightest bit of moisture or melted cheese in it made me feel really unwell because it was just wow. so rich. Oh so my god! I Thanks feel if I had wins. that every day, I would just be sick every day. Um, so I don't know. I maybe maybe just like 
steak and chips with a bit of salad. Oh, see, that's good. That's fair, because yeah. that's kind of like all the food groups in one, so you, you can kind yeah. of focus on different areas, satisfies. For, for pudding, probably just some, like, some gingerbread or something. I know it's not oh, really yeah. a pudding, but if gingerbread is allowed, I'll have that. Because I eat yeah. ginger nuts, like, pretty much every day, so I'm already <laughs> doing that. <laughs> I have a couple of those every day. That's not good, is it, when I put it in those words? <laughs> if, if it was alcohol, you'd have a problem. Yeah. Drink room temperature water. No, I don't know. Like a um, bit of bit of OJ, orange juice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go quesadillas as my main thing because Ooh. that's got, you know, you got your, your bready bit, you've got your cheesy bit in the middle. You can fill it with vegetables and a bit of bit of whatever. And I think it's kind of a nice fun package for relatively, like, it's not sickly. Yeah. I feel like I could eat that for a while. I'm a big fan of eating Mexican, so I think, yeah, quesadilla would be my ultimate form of daily nourishment. Nice. Uh, dessert? Yeah. I'm going to say sugar cookies. So, like, kind of plain, non-offensive sugar cookies, because it's very simple. It's just very sugary biscuit, but it's very nice. But, like, a nice homemade kind of soft one. Oh. That's, that'd be my favorite dessert. Sounds good. Delicious. Yeah. What to drink? Mm. Oh, I bet I'm I'm gonna go oat milk. Oh, to go with my cookies. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, think, good shout. Yeah, and also just because it's quite nice. It's nice thick. <laughs> Pour it down, Miguel. Oh, that's a ten. Can I ask a question, Michael? Yeah. If this food was ethically sourced slash uh, magically apparated by some kind of Star Trek machine. Yeah. Is there any meat-based slash non-vegan stuff that you would choose over those? <sighs> That's a tough one. Because at this point, like, it doesn't really enter my mind. I'm just like, yeah, this is what I eat. It's fine. But I... Mm, omelette. Omelette. Oh, omelette. Yeah. Cheesy omelette. I... Mm, oh. See, I was never really, like, a big eater of cheesy omelettes. But now you've said that. Yeah. With a bit of, bit of, bit of mushroom in it as well. Yeah, bit of, bit oh. of garlic. Oh, just a little bit. Just, to, just to give you a hint just of a garlic. A tiny bit. Just a little bit of garlic in it gives it that pop. That little bit something, something. You know what I mean? I like my garlic to pop. <laughs> like these grapes in this sauna. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. Well, there we are. When do we start? Can we do that now? <laughs> Please. Yeah. Uh, why not? I mean, you you could do that now if you really wanted to. You could just buy it every day, every single day. Well, but I would die with my choice, and so would you. <laughs> yeah. Mikey might be all right, but we'd die. Not for much longer, yeah. I don't know if I'd die. I mean, if if I had you a had good... steak every day. Yeah. Yeah, you would die. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> I'd be happy with it, but, you know. Your poor Should bowels we... would be so <laughs> clogged oh, up. Oh, God. What, steak every day? Yeah, if you, had, if you had a steak every day, yeah, that would do I think things maybe to you're you. Right, actually, <laughs> every time someone says steak every day, it gets less appealing. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Yeah. Hey, have you ever had one of those uh, microwave cheeseburger meals that Tesco do? Oh, it comes Tesco on brand. Yeah, yeah. It comes in a. Oh. They're frozen. It comes in a little cardboard box. We need to do a review at some point where we just go buy all the Tesco microwave stuff and try it all. Because you, they've done it for quite a while. You get a sad frozen cheeseburger and some frozen chips. Oh. And you, you can microwave all of it and you've got the, sh- the shittest meal. 
and then the shittest toilet. <laughs> exactly. It's about £1.50 or something. It's oh, that's so sad. That's what I'm imagining having every day. It, never eat any meat product that costs £1.50. <laughs> I, I, I just remembered seeing uh, a cheese and ham toasty from Tesco that you could like cook in a microwave from frozen. Yeah. And that just... I just microwaving bread. That's not right, is it? Well, it's a fucking cheese toasty. That's what I don't understand. How hard is that to make? Yeah, if, if you got the griller, that does all the work for you. They probably <gasps> sell it in the store for like a fiver. What's the problem? <laughs> Idiots. Fools. <laughs> anyway, wow, we made it. We got through. We did. Thanks for those questions, Peter. That's Thank okay. you. Thank you for answering them. <laughs> Our pleasure. Hey guys, <laughs> you want to hear about my Hoover story? Oh, yes. Oh, tell me more. So, where we left off last time, I think, I'd just cut all the hair off the Hoover bar thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. My hands are filthy. It's disgusting. I've been cutting years of other people's hairs off this Hoover beater bar. So I give it a little rinse, and I and it looks... It doesn't look good as new. It looks about the furthest thing from good as new as that you could possibly get. It looks horrible. As bad as bad, old. Bad, bad as, as bad old, as yeah. old. And... At this point, I feel like a certified Hoover repairman, which is actually another one of the names from that list, Peter. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Hoover repairman. And uh, I slide it back into place. I, I've, I've had to. I, this should have been its its whole own episode, really, in terms of taking the <laughs> bar out. But like, I had to unscrew it and everything to get in there. Um, I, I reattach the uh, the, the little whatever it's called, the belt that goes around it to make mm-hmm. it spin. I screw everything back together and you'll never guess what happened next. Go on. He's not going to tell us until next week. I'm not going to fucking tell you until next For week. For fuck's oh. sake. Every week I'm disappointed, Ben. Every week. That's where we'll I have leave. to wait. com. if you'd like to buy some poddy at slash vidiots merch. We are actively... Uh, looking into getting some new designs on there soon. It's very exciting. So Boy. keep a look out for those. We'll obviously be talking about it here as and when we are ready mm-hmm. to do that. Mikey, I think there's some kind of discount code you can use over at store.yorkscast.com. Is that right? Oh my God, you're absolutely right, Ben. If you use code VIDIOTS at checkout, that's VIDIOTS, you'll get 10% off everything. <laughs> that's everything on the Yogscast store. Wow-y. So you could buy some hat film stuff, some stuff from other people and you get 10% off but ideally we want you to spend that money on us so I can buy more pigeon tattoos yeah you got another one right oh yeah you yeah did. yeah thank you to the donations I guess that kind of helped pay for this, <laughs> this second going. pigeon tattoo thanks everyone brilliant YouTube Twitter Facebook all dot com forward slash vidiots official and twitch.tv forward slash vidiots official we stream sometimes again we'll talk about it here we'll talk around social media get off our backs we'll do it okay Jesus streamlabs.com forward slash vidiots official if you'd like to donate and get a shout out at the beginning and at the end of the show donation sandwich we've got uh, some beautiful pod squad members this week but before I talk about them Peter, yeah. tell us what Triple Jump is. Triple Jump is the channel where me and Ben are doing Triple Jump content. Uh, well, not <gasps> no, not like the actual sport, but just content under the Triple Jump brand, which is a video games d- d- world where we still have formats that you may remember from Vidiots, like 
a piece of cake which is now called Rules Boss. We got Prove It. We got Worst Games Ever. We've got a podcast which is a video game podcast and not a conversational podcast. We've got uh, d- lists. We've got. Uh, the, I always forget one, and it's always a different one every time. Cooking. Cooking. That's it. We do cooking now, like we used to do on videos, but it's its own show. It's its own show, and Mikey can be found over at Yogscast, can't you, Mikey? Yeah, and I've actually got something I can talk about this week. <gasps> Whoa. What? what? I mean, it's not out yet, so I'm going to be still going to be vague because I don't want to blow anyone's load, but uh, I worked on a video with the spiffing Brit. So I helped produce and shoot and, well, quote-unquote, direct something for him. So keep an eye on his channel. I'll probably be retweeting that. And the best place to stay up to date with all my antics is at Paraboy on Twitter, where you can find pictures of ferrets. And uh, I'm just looking now. A Smurf dressed as Steve Jobs um, with the caption, All the Smurfs filmmakers send Steve Jobs good wishes and the healing power of Smurf magic. Wow. Oh my god! I didn't see that. I'm going to have to listen to it in there. I'll it's very go good. And check that out. Now let's go check in with Podron Squadron this week. We've got Big Titty Jesus forty two, Big Titty Jesus forty two, Lesbic Quinn, Phoebe B Peabody BB, The Farwall, Oscar nominee Ryan Johnson, Twonky Wonky, Peter Austin is my daddy. I know someone called Ben who still likes men. Not today. Uh, Dave almost. Benson Phillips Booty. Big Titty Supportive Goth Goof. Uwu. <laughs> Good Stegosaurus. Alpha 7. Flatter 74. That Cat AIDS guy. Jack Coyle will <laughs> dropkick Ben. Human Head in ben, Ben's Hoover. Ben Potter's Barrel Roll. Do you want to be YouTube friends? Pup Pup Dougal. I have yeeted your sister. Lord Brotovich. Gooberplex from Portland, M.E. Prince Beefcakes, Kitty Hawk, Gooey Bug Spittoon, Stephen Scodes, All Be the Racist Dragon, Fucky Wucky Fulton, Freddy Weber Sat on a Poop, Stukalicious, Listen to Emotion by CRJ, Kitchen Sluts, Arse Face, Mr. and Mrs. McConey, Chainus Romanus, Pick 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 Pickles, Smell My Cheese, You Mother, L Baker 97, Funky Cobra, Bendigo's Bodolai, I'm so sorry. Doc Dickington, Mel Gibbon, Dino DeVito, Billy Linear Walrus. Wow, what a beautiful bunch of pod squads for this week. Remember, if you'd like to join Pod Squad and get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show, you go to streamlabs.com forward slash videos official. You know, donate there. Any amount. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Finally, leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. Do we have a final question for the people at home? Um. Uh, what have we done today? Uh, what have we talked about? Dave Benson Phillips' best moment, maybe? The, uh, the People's Choice? People's Choice Award. Yeah, or pancake toppings. Oh, pancake toppings. That's more topical, isn't it? Uh, topical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great. That okay. Pancake toppings. <laughs> we'll do that then. We'll leave yeah. that there. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time, uh, by which I mean we record, usually. I mean, people people have worked it out, I think, but because we release on a uh, fortnightly basis, the interstitial week is when we record. Mm. So Ooh. if you hear this episode today, Tuesday, release day, next week will probably be when we're recording. So keep a lookout on Twitter for questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, question post, asking for questions. There we go. Done that. Right. It's home time. Okay. Uh, See you later. Bye, Bon. Bye, Bon. Take care, everyone.
Bye. Bye. Ta-ra. Ta-ra.